0: Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when Patrick the Idealionaire takes jams from a particular soundtrack that inspired him and based on the selections that are played, hard's and I are supposed to gather clues and hints. Breadcrumbs that lead us to the featured film of midweek movie music and it is Shaft today. Damn good job by my man Patrick breaking out the Shaft soundtrack and it's another jam. He's only had one bad song on the Shaft song, uh, soundtrack. And, was the so yeah, last and, one I, and I had just to throw was. it
1: at you because it is the title track. <laughs> Brand specific. Specific, <laughs>
0: just,
1: swing and yeah.
0: a miss. Oh, and who, what was the artist again? Who was it? wait. Oh, man, that was a swing and a miss, yeah. Uh, but the rest of them, classic jams on the uh, the latest Shaft soundtrack. Something tells me in a few years there'll be another Shaft coming out. Uh, it's only a matter of time. They've had three Shaft remakes. Three, uh, three? and they've all
1: introduced a new Shaft.
0: It's always like a, a sibling or the... And and sibling, there's, also, there's also, I believe, two sun.
1: sequels to the original Shaft as well. Back in the day. So there was yeah, Shaft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right And about then, that. like, the return of Shaft. And I know there was Shaft in Africa as well. Shaft Wait, what? in Africa. Yes, that was. Wow.
0: This, I've never movie. seen that one. I love that, that the Shaft films at it's one point. a thing that exists. They became oh like my the God. like the Friday the Thirteenth film genre, where basically like Jason goes to space, Jason goes <laughs> to New York City, <laughs> yeah. Shaft goes to Africa. And it's like okay, uh, there you go. I didn't know that. I'm glad. See, there you go. We're learning some Black history from my man Patrick. Yeah, over so here. we
1: go. Shaft was in '71. Shaft's big score was in '72, and Shaft in Africa was in '73.
0: Shaft in Africa. What crime did he solve in Africa?
1: I have no idea. I did not watch Shaft in Africa. <laughs> I have so
0: many questions about Shaft in Africa. What part of Africa did he go to? Who was the the leading lady in Shaft in Africa? I have a ton of questions I'm gonna have to now. I'm to look this up I mean, right I'm now. i all about Shaft in Africa. See, I'm more curious
1: where they shot Shaft in Africa. I <laughs> did go to Africa. You know, yeah, because you're like... <laughs> it seems like a a, a warehouse. It was probably Louisiana. And they were like they were like, hey man, everyone's sweating in all these scenes. They're like, make it in Africa.
2: Oh, point. this was made in nineteen seventy three. Uh Shafted Africa. Yeah. It? yeah so, like, did
0: it say where it was filmed?
2: Do uh, we know where it was filmed?
0: I'm going to guess, like,
2: maybe in Missouri. Who you knows? somewhere where it filmed, crazy. Somewhere where nobody knew. I'm just like,
0: I, I would bash it. I have so many questions now. And I, you know what? This is not the time for no, the questions. No, no, no. I apologize. Yeah. All right, so let's get to it.
2: But uh, I'm with you. I'm going to try to find out where it was, where it was production at. Right?
0: Uh, love the, uh, the Mary Jane on that Shaft soundtrack. And a lot of you uh, listeners right now are probably uh, seeking some Mary Jane after our last segment where we uh, talked about Bob Ballou's great segment last night on CBS Sports where, uh, CBS, Austin, I should say, where he uh, pondered the most heartbreaking, gut-wrenching moments in Texas athletics history. Uh, So we're moving on from that. Now we're about the future of Texas sports, not the past, and the future is going to be in the SEC, and right now the SEC uh, is having their schedule release extravaganza, and they didn't waste any time. Revealing the Texas Oklahoma schedule. I thought they would, you know, try to bury this a little bit, try to build the drama. No building on the drama. They just told you flat out exactly what it's gonna be. So let's go to Texas first here, gentlemen. We do know uh Texas is uh, away in home teams now. Uh you're gonna be at Arkansas, uh Florida, you're gonna have that home at one point, and Georgia. At home, this is 2024 schedule, by the way. Um, So at Arkansas, Florida at home, Georgia at home, Kentucky at home, and Mississippi State at home. Um, But you will be going on the road to play A&M and on the road to play Vanderbilt. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you do get Oklahoma, of course, that neutral site game. Keep in mind, uh, we also know that in 2024, Texas does have Michigan scheduled uh, as
2: a road game in
0: 2024, along with UTSA. As Correct. well.
2: Correct. And Colorado State. And Colorado State. I mean Colorado State. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah,
0: you're at home against Colorado State and UTSA, but you got a road game against Michigan. So basically throw that out that road game against Michigan up t- And by the way the U T S A game, man, that's tough too. Well they hopefully know hopefully know Frank Harris winning. will be gone by then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he may find another year, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. we're gonna Texas has to add one more because SEC went to that eight game instead of nine game, correct? Yes, they. So there's to still one more that will be at. Yeah, yeah,
0: so I, I don't know exactly what they'll do. Yeah, I mean they could go uh, FBS, yeah. they could go total cupcake. Not sure. They could what go rice again,
1: again or one of those teams yep. that they've done multiple times. Yep.
0: You yeah to go UTEP somebody like that yeah. Yeah, somebody in the, in the family system of schools for yep. them. Uh, so they could go a number of ways with that one. Good point, Patrick. So uh, guys, there you go at Arkansas. So your road games to repeat. You're going to be on the road versus Michigan. You're at Arkansas. You're at. At A&M. Shout out to the Aggies. You got your way. Hey, Aggies, good
1: let you. you have it. Yeah. We <laughs> gave it to you guys. CDC, good
0: job giving it to the Aggies.
1: By the way, <laughs> I got an email
2: just now. Go ahead. It said that Texas announced the home game will be against ULM on September 21st. So that'll be the other team that they oh, add in. Okay. There. there you go. So ULM will be the other school that they play.
0: All right, so we basically know the we schedule know the day. schedule now. We know the schedule yep. now for 2024 for Texas. Yep. Uh just to reiterate before we uh, dig deep and we'll get into this Oklahoma schedule too. Uh you will have your non-conference games. Uh, at home against Colorado State and UTSA, you're on the road at Michigan, and you're saying the ULM game. Do we know
2: September 21st, and it does It's going to be a home, it's a home game. game. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um.
0: So and you'll have uh yeah U- uh, ULM as well, and you say L- you said ULM or ULL
2: ULM okay. Louisiana Monroe. Yeah, so I'll make sure. Yep. Okay.
0: And then of course uh, now with the SEC schedule, your home games uh, for Texas are going to be, and I you know, also. It's exciting, sexy uh, matchups at home. You get Florida, you get Georgia, you get Kentucky, and you get Mississippi State.
2: i am always been a fan of watching Florida Gators mm-hmm. play football. And the fact, too, that we get a chance to watch them here on our field, mm-hmm. I like that. I like
0: that. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, there. I know it's not going to be an easy schedule. Uh, no, period. not at all. Uh, It's going to be a not treacherous enough. track, but it's going to be extremely re- rewarding to college football fans and to Longhorn fans. We just haven't had big marquee matchups at Texas, and we usually get one in a non-conference. They've been really good about trying to schedule that one in a non-conference, but now you're going to have multiple matchups like that in D.K.R. Uh, that's that's really exciting for. The, for the foreseeable future mm-hmm. while you are in the SEC. Uh, Oklahoma, just really quickly, uh, I think they got maybe a tougher I think they got a tougher schedule than Texas. This just depends on how these teams pan out, but they got Alabama uh, at home. Um, they got Tennessee at home and South Carolina at home. Of course, they'll play Texas in a neutral site, any Texas OU game. Um, they'll go on the road and play Auburn, LSU on the road too. Uh, that's the tough old miss on the road Ooh. that ain't easy and they got missouri on the road so they they got their own problems to deal with <laughs> yeah. uh so uh yeah for uh texas i do i do like the uh the schedule for them i, I mean the road games for texas uh, it, it, except there's no easy path in the sec um but Texas AM, and which we expected, which Chip Brown reported for 24-7 earlier. Um, you're a Vanderbilt on the road. I'll take all day, every day, and twice on Sunday.
2: Means a trip to Nashville. <laughs>
0: yes, right? Yeah. And Arkansas, at least you have some recent experience there as a coaching staff. All the players will probably be gone by then. But at least you have as a coaching staff, you know what to prepare. You know how to prepare, I should say, your players yep. and what to prepare them for. Cause it's gonna be f- uh, fed numb, as they it? like to call it, crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I, I do. I, I kind of the, the road schedule for me, and of course your uh, neutral site game with Oklahoma. Uh, it's not as treacherous as I thought. At least you get Georgia at home. You get Florida at home. Yeah, you got to go on the road and play Michigan too. I should throw that out there and put that on there. But that's non-con.
2: But, but still, Michigan. It's still, yeah. <laughs> still
0: Michigan. No, still
2: Michigan.
0: Michigan. Yeah. So that's uh. Yeah. That. I mean, <laughs> Texas is done with the cupcake schedule. Everybody is.
2: Look at Alabama's schedule: Auburn, Georgia, uh, Missouri, South Carolina. But they're gonna play Georgia, so that's good. Mm. LSU, Oklahoma, Tennessee, and Vandy.
0: I mean, they got some. You yeah. got some. You know, some heavy hitters on there. Yeah, they do. Georgia, you know, your Auburn rivalry game will be tough. LSU, Brian Kelly's doing a really good job at LSU, and we don't know what Van. We don't know what uh, Tennessee, excuse me, is going to do yet with, without with, with Hooker gone. I don't know what Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's is a system. Become.
1: It's a hypo system. It so is. It, he may be able to plug somebody else in there. I mean, they weren't as good without him when he got injured, but you having a whole off season to kind of build around somebody. So. Yeah.
0: They lost Jalen Hyde to the uh, receiver to yes. them as well. But they've been recruiting really, really well. Yes, uh, they've done Josh a really good job. Uh, all right, gentlemen. So thoughts about the 2024 SEC schedule for Texas? We're playing for
2: the championship. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's a that's a that's a Really good schedule, and it's going to be tough, but that's what you expect. Um, they weren't going to do Texas any favors going into a new conference. They wanted you to work your way into it, and then you could get a cupcake schedule like Alabama's had over the years. Just kidding, guys. I'm just I'm not <laughs> kidding. But um, you sit there and you look at how everything just kind of played out, and you expect a lot to happen. It's going to be something uh, Coach uh, Sark has been talking about. He's trying to get his team ready to go to the SEC. Well, button up your chin straps, folks, because we're headed there, and it is going to be a gauntlet. Uh, we don't have the Aggie schedule just yet. I don't think I haven't
0: seen. I haven't seen there's it yet, yeah, yeah. yet. Okay, yeah. so when the Aggie schedule come up, we'll go through that one. A little they did bit us as well. first.
2: <laughs> uh, they they did both of the, newcomers <laughs> yeah, they did yeah. the newcomers first. They did the
0: newcomers I think because there's been more discussion about what the Texas and Oklahoma schedule to sure. look like. For it's sure. a big topic of conversation. Uh, but I'll say I am. Uh, excited for the future of the road games for Texas fans this season, or at least 2024, I should say, the season we're talking about. You'll have that Michigan game. That's really sexy uh, to go to Ann Arbor. Uh, But, you know, other than that, I don't know if initially it's going to – I mean, you go to Aggieland. Aggieland is not necessarily a sexy location, but you're going against your rival, so it'll be fun. It'll be a fun road trip. But I can't wait for all the road trips to places like, you know, Florida and to Georgia. Um, Hell, even Ole Miss – uh, I can't wait for Texas fans to to start going to spots like that. That is gonna be an extremely uh, you know, cool and uncomfortable by the way. For sure. Uh, situation for Texas fans. They haven't been, haven't been, you know, uh indoctrinated, haven't been baptized. In the SEC fandom and I'm sure all the fans are classy, but they are a different breed of fans.
2: Oh yeah, it's gonna be totally different now. They 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 like yeah. they they, they, they like to get it in.
0: They're a lot they're a lot wilder than the Big Twelve fans. <laughs> for sure. So I wonder if that'll be uh it's kind of a show shock to Texas fans out there too. But man, it's um, it's gonna be a really sexy uh future schedule for Texas almost every year. Yeah. You're gonna have these big time blue bloods coming to DKR. Man can't wait. It's been a while since. I can't wait. Yeah, it's just, it really is. It's going to be – I know it's going to be a challenge. I don't know, you know, for Texas uh, about this season if – how much of that momentum from this season, hopefully momentum from this season. We're all expecting big things. They're going to be able to carry over to that 2024 SEC uh, schedule. Uh, but there is no question. This now will help you recruit a ton. Now no you got, doubt. You even no got doubt. your opponents now that you're going to be playing. you like, um, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> you get to play
0: Georgia at home, you get to play Florida at home. That's going to be really let, cool.
1: let me ask you this. This is just something that's different because I don't think it's ever happened. Your Texas and OU, when they play each other, they they have zero similar – the same opponents this year. Zero, eight, like, same opponents. Right. So is there – when you're playing each other now, is there this different kind of view where you have to prepare someone differently because you can't go, oh, we both did the same thing against K-State. Or we both did – you're going into right. that game now going, you're playing teams that we have never played before. Like we haven't never played against these coach or whoever. Does that change it a little bit? Because there is no used there used to be a little bit more of a gauge going into that game yeah. of like, oh man, this mm-hmm. really matters. Yeah. So it still clearly really matters, but just the way it was this season, where there's no
0: basis for it before or after of any mutual opponents. That's a great point. Um, man, it has to play a factor uh, because that's you. Yeah. You usually you get, what, three or four of those in the season, especially yeah, in the conference. Probably oh, the Big 12. It, throughout the season,
1: you play everyone else in the Big 12 yeah. up until this season. Right. You, you had eight – you had, what, eight nat- uh, same opponents. In a y- ten- yeah, nat- you played – yeah. So you had eight games the same. You are going from eight to next year probably being six or so, five or six, because now you'll add in a few more guys in the Big 12 to zero – and you just play each other of mutual opponents. It's just an interesting thing to look yes. at in this rivalry because it I think it changes the, like the trash-talking some, too, because you can't go, oh, well, we dominated Tech and you guys barely beat them. You, there's none of that because you just go, yeah, we played com- completely different teams.
0: Yeah, no, I think you make a good point. I'm not sure if that's – advantageous or disadvantageous yeah. to Texas I'll, I really couldn't tell you which one it would be but you're right it's definitely going to be a factor because uh, in the prep and the film study and the game planning mm-hmm. I'm sure like opponents is a, where you know they start a lot of their, yeah. their study especially when you know, you've, they play an opponent that you've played or they have uh, someone on their schedule that you're familiar with so yeah you're right I, I actually couldn't tell you if it's going to be a huge advantage or a disadvantage but definitely going to be a factor no question. For sure. That's, that's an adjustment. Sure. I didn't even think about that, Patrick, but you're right. That's going to be a hell of an adjustment coming from the Big 12 where you play everybody. Well, it's, yeah.
2: yeah, it's a brand new look for everybody that's involved because not only that, other teams don't have film on you either. You
0: know what I'm saying? It could work out yeah, great for Texas. It could be great. It could be but great. But they know what
2: Sark brings to the but table. But I think whatever. that's
1: like, it makes it more like a bowl game where you're playing a team and you go, well, we know what they do, but, well, look at, the, like, I don't know if this team that they're playing against. That their coverage is is different, mm-hmm. so now I have to I have to do research on their coverage, and yeah. we, even though we're not yeah, playing it. them this year,
0: yeah, you so we f- figure out how they're beating it. Pretty much, you got to find you have to find teams who have like concepts to you and yeah. similar concepts, and then run similar coverages and fronts. Yeah. yeah, I think it's gonna make the job even a little bit tougher. Yeah, in terms of film yeah. study and game planning, no, no doubt about it. Uh, and that's part of the SEC, right? Everything's going to be tougher. Yeah, everything, everything to is going to be tougher. <clears throat> to the fact that Patrick is brought up, the film study is going to be tougher. The the athletic uh, kind of the athletic prowess overall of the conference that jumps up a different level. The physicality jumps up a different level. The chess match within the game, matching wits with the coach, all of that increases exponentially. And Texas only got one season to got to get themselves ready. For that huge, you know, kind of shell shock of playing at a higher level of college football. So, I, you know, I I think Texas is on a right track, though. Texas is on the perfect track. Remember, Sark has been building this team for the SEC culture. He wants big humans inside. He wants fast humans on the outside. That's the SEC in a nutshell. Yep. This big, giant humans on the inside, the fastest, uh, twitchiest humans on the outside, and then find yourself an NFL quarterback.
2: That's Sark. That's yeah. He's done. He's that's, he's done everything he's, he needed to do. Everything checked, checked all the off. boxes.
0: And I say everything seems to be checked off the list and checked the boxes for Sark. You know, it's just Sark.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right
0: yeah. You are you ready to check off your boxes to go? All right. I am ready to be a championship coach. He says this team looks like uh a his Sark team. team, his team, yep. it, it talks like a Sark team, plays like a Sark team, runs like a Sark team. Is a Sark team a championship team? So we know the team is a Sark team now. But yep. is Sark a championship coach? That is the question that lingers mm. as Texas waits the uh, for their SEC season. And if the, he can win the, the Big 12 championship or at least compete in a Big 12 title, I think we're on the way to answering that question that, yes, he does have the – the raw materials, he's got all of the you know, the tools uh, that, and the skills that it takes to be a championship coach. If this year he can't get Texas to at least compete in the Big 12 title, because that would probably mean you have more than two losses in the conference, mm-hmm. I think we're all going to be you know a little bit suspicious um, and wondering whether he'll be able to cut the mustard when they play at a higher level in the SEC.
2: Well, we're going to find out, mm-hmm. and we're going to find out fast. Because that's what it's going to come down to. When you start looking at it and how the games are being played and what's next for you, yeah, it's going to – I'm not going to say define you, but it's going to let you know if you've made the big enough adjustment for yourself. And a lot of it has to do – let's not forget, I know we're talking about 2024 – but you still got to go out there and ball in 2023. Oh, yeah. That's what this is all about. <laughs> so that, that'll, yeah. that'll change how people view you anyway. Uh, someone just tweeted out that Paul Feinbaum just said on that show that everybody wants to play Texas. So here we go. Yeah. Not he, walking into it slowly.
0: He said that at SEC Media Day. He said everybody yep. he talked to was really excited about playing Texas. And based on the Peter Burns report prior to uh, the schedule coming out, and he said that – Every team in the SEC would play either Texas or Oklahoma, and it looks like that is the case. Everybody gets a little piece yep. of the uh, new SEC members, Texas and Oklahoma. And I like that, too, because mm-hmm. every fan base wants to have the conversation about the new members at one point, And you'll give every fan base an opportunity to experience you know the new members, and to have the you know fan base to talk talk about them, experience their traditions, their culture. They can throw the horns down, all that kind of stuff. All no. right, so I think I think they did a really good job with the schedule. I think they did a good job with it. And by the way, it'll change again oh, the for format sure. the
2: next year. In like two years, <laughs> yeah. it'll, it'll change again. The following year, it will be a lot different. Yeah. So
0: if you don't like this schedule, don't worry about it. The schedule format won't last longer than a year or two. Yeah. Uh, so I I, th- I do think that um, the Aggies are going to be happy with the schedule just because they got – they don't even really care, I don't think, about any other part of the schedule other than <laughs> having Texas at their place to rekindle the rivalry, which they will. Yep. So the Aggies, in in whether it was a real victory or not, or whether it was a moral victory, which we associate with the Aggies, they won, <laughs> and they thought they were owed that gesture. Uh, by the SEC commissioner and by the SEC as a whole. I'm glad the SEC gave it to them. Nobody else cared
2: about where Rod, Texas— Rod, you're the only one. —in Texas a <laughs> Nobody cared. No, nobody really Except cared. Except A&M, so yeah. let them have it. Don't be petty. Don't. Well, sometimes you got to be a little bit petty. You guys are being petty. <laughs> you got to be a little bit petty. The Aggies are already, they're
0: already suffering right now. They're, I no, know, they, they're
1: if suffering you ask them, they're not. Hey, they, they wouldn't even <laughs> release their schedule. They're like the last team they're going to show out here.
0: Yeah, that was that's part of the disrespect. It's like, hey,
2: you want the game? We're going to do you last on they the gonna, schedule. They're
1: going to show the schedule during a Taco Bell commercial. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't want that to happen so because that means they're going to win an MVP and a championship. I, I don't hate, need that. Yeah, I hate to tell you. Aha!
1: Uh-huh. I, <laughs> I, I hate to tell you. There was a lot of people drafted during Taco Bell commercials over the years. <laughs> I think Rod B was drafted is... <laughs> during a Taco Bell commercial.
0: And I, didn't, I didn't amount to damn thing. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, no, I, I, I do uh, think that the Aggies, that's what they cared about most, and that's what they, they're going to get. I'm happy for them. I want them mm-hmm. to get it. I know you guys want to be petty, and you want the Aggies to suffer as much as possible and for everything to be painful for the Aggies all the time. I'm not that guy. Yeah. Glad they got it. You know what? I want to beat the Aggies in Aggieland. It's always better to beat the Aggies in Aggieland. For sure. Trust me. Yeah. I mean that's nothing nothing is as sweet as beating them on in their place and watching how sad they all are as they leave
2: the stadium. Yeah.
0: That's what you want.
2: It is a beautiful thing. See, it, that's it what you want, thing. man. Thanks, um, like, thanks for bringing me back.
0: That's what's going to go thanks down. Thanks for right. bringing me back. Uh We come back. We'll reflect more on the uh, SEC schedule release because I'm assuming the Aggies are going to be dropping here momentarily. So when the Aggies drop, we'll give you the Aggies schedule. Uh We can go over the Oklahoma schedule a little bit, too, if you guys want to hit that. Uh Also, we'll talk some major le- – oh, there's the Aggies right there.
2: There you go. Oh, let me get a
0: little picture There we the go. schedule right here. Neutral site. All right, Bill, as I speak, as I speak, the Aggie schedule just drops. So what we'll do is we'll take a break, we'll come back, we'll discuss the Aggie schedule and then more of the Longhorn schedule and throw in some Major League Baseball discussion as well. All that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn. It to you, Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when the idillionaire, Patrick Davis, takes jams that inspired him from a soundtrack and based on these selections that are played, Harge and I are supposed to gather clues and hints that lead us to the feature film of midweek movie music. And this week's feature film is Shaft. And I got DMX on the soundtrack too. You could have played this one and thrown us off as well. Earlier in the show, Hard apparently knew a very. This would have
1: given it to him. Really? Yeah, <laughs> this one
2: right here would have gave it to me off the top. Really? DMX? N- n- no. i I would have thought it was something with him and Aaliyah in it or Jet Lee. Yes, you know I probably would have saying? went that yeah. route as well. Yeah. Uh, you're
0: right about that. Uh, shout out to DMX. The uh, hold up. DMX is no longer with us, son. Huh? No.
2: No, he's not. He's gone.
0: Hit me again. Hit me all over again, actually. Yep, I, I was yep. thinking about it. I was, like, was going to say late, great, and I was like, oh, he is late, isn't he?
2: He is late. Sad. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right. There you go. Thanks, my man Patrick. doing a great job DJing uh, midweek movie, movie music edition of Ball, Don't Lie. Uh, all right. Oh, man. They just randomly played the 2010 Texas National Title Game highlights. It Why the hell they do that? Because
2: Greg McElroy was there.
0: What the, every time he comes <laughs> on any program, you gotta play a highlight from the national title game against Texas. Yeah, come on, man,
2: because they're new, and you see what he got in the back of it: national champion Pasadena, 2010.
0: I believe he is on the record for saying though that if Colt doesn't get hurt,
2: he, he did. He believes that Texas is winning that game. He did say that. Okay, yeah. but look, but hey, but hey you hey, see hey, the you, they got it perfectly placed for this interview. Though. He, yeah, come hey, on, for, for the record, who's still in the NFL? Hey, Colt is. That's why he said, if Colt played, they win the game. <laughs> the he, knew. he knew. He knew the deal. The man can c- evaluate Colt the yeah. NFL, and
1: he got drafted by the Browns.
2: Yeah, that's, that, is, <laughs> that, that is, makes it easy. I idiot. mean, Moe
1: Browns usually takes people out in like three
0: years. Mm-hmm. That is pretty amazing, actually. We forget about that little factoid about Colt McCoy. That the yep. Browns did not ruin his career somehow. No,
2: <laughs> that's how great. And he never went. And he never went to Jeff Fisher. So that explains a lot too. Uh, yeah, Jeff. Yeah, yep. that's true. So to survive Jeff Fisher is also an accomplishment. <laughs> yes. Remember, Nick Foles almost
0: left football to go become a man of the cloth.
2: He Be- was because in of a, Jeff Fisher. He, he really was. He's become a man of the cloth. He was in the mountains. Yeah, they had to go find him because Andy Reid was calling him because he was like no I was like this is football yes. I'd rather be a man of God, exactly full <laughs> time this is not for, for Jeff me exactly. They're like, no, no, no. and the
0: coach was like no no it isn't it isn't always like that you play <laughs> for another team not uh, coached by Jeff Fisher you, you might will like succeed football. <laughs> and your quality of life will, uh, will uh, in, in, improve tremendously
2: and it improved so much he yeah. became a Super Bowl champion yeah you're right that's true and an MVP big blank and got a suit and, and, got a nickname. Got a, and got a statue.
0: and got a statue outside of Philadelphia big Blank Nick and, he, and basically ruined The career of Carson Wentz essentially. Yes
2: He's been he's, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> he's been bouncing around Since then Yeah he
0: becomes So psychologically damaged uh, That basically Carson Wentz Can't even play football he, Matter he can't of a fact quarterback.
2: No team yet Carson Wentz Well you know what When you want to
0: tank Bring in Carson Wentz. <laughs> Whatever team figures out, we're tanking this year. You know what's going to bring him in? The
2: Cardinals. That's what you <laughs> like. right us Beside them. Yeah. <laughs> He's our guy. He's our
0: guy. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get back to the uh, SEC schedule release, gentlemen. Uh, we do have the AM schedule for 2024. We know that they are uh, hosting the uh, Longhorns to rekindle that rivalry, but their other home games are going to be Arkansas, LSU, and Missouri. The away games for the Aggies: Auburn, Mississippi State, South Carolina, and Florida. Mm. 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 Patrick, your thoughts? You uh, you had something to say about this schedule? Oh, the Aggie schedule? Yeah.
1: Oh, the cupcake schedule that they got because because the rest of the SEC thinks they're a joke.
0: So <laughs> the, is it the joke thing? Or the SEC? Oh no, 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 they
1: wanted to watch them have a losing record in the SEC with this schedule, <laughs> and they're taking bets in the back. Now nah, let's let's give them the most cupcake schedule you've ever seen in the SEC.
0: That's diabolical, and they're
1: gonna, and they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose every major game they play, and like three others. Can I tell yeah. you how
0: the Aggies are thinking though? That this is part of the the gesture. Not only do they, oh, get, no, the no, game, they get the game no, at no. home, the Texas Longhorn rekindling of the robbery at home, but also when the new expanded SEC becomes official official, hey, listen, you know, you got a favorable schedule and the Longhorns got a tough schedule. I'm not saying that's what actually happened or that's rooted in rational that's thought or reason. Solid. I'm just saying this is a conspiracy theory that I believe this is – I'm psychoanalyzing how the Aggies no, no, think. See, all
1: right, no, I'll tell you how the Aggies think because you're thinking like how a Longhorn thinks of like, okay, this is – the Aggies are thinking they screwed us again. God, dude, they gave us the hardest schedule? With this schedule? Yeah, I know because but they're they're not smart. You can't play victim. You gotta, you gotta make it. You gotta. You can't play victim with this schedule. Really, really, they can't. The mm. guys who left and then were mad that we came over to make more money, and then they're like, "Yeah, we need we need a home."
0: <laughs> they they can't make it about them. Uh, well, if I hear an Aggie complaining about this schedule. That's gonna upset me because it's it's not a bad it, schedule. No, it it's a favorable is. schedule. It is a favorable
1: schedule. You play one semi-tough road game. That like Mississippi State was was ranked last year, but Mike Leach we know was passed, so that we don't know what that program is going to be this South year. South
0: Carolina's supposed to have a, a good South football Carolina team this should year.
1: be a decent team. Yeah. Florida should be a decent team, but neither one of those is projected to be a top ten team.
0: Auburn's got a new coach, so Auburn got really Hugh Freeze now. over
1: there now. You get Missouri at home. You get an Arkansas team at home, and then you got LSU in Texas, which those yeah. are very tough games. Those are your
0: two toughest games, but Probably. and you get both those at home. Yeah, both your arguably your two toughest games next year, just based on. I'm uh, sorry, in 2024, just kind of based on projecting. We don't know exactly, how to, but Brian Kelly's a hell of a coach, and, mm-hmm. and LSU. We know, man, they recruit a ton of talent, and they are the king of one of the most fertile recruiting states in the country uh, in, in Louisiana. So.
1: And, you got to remember with South Carolina as well. They're supposed to be good next year. This I'm is in next two year, years. I know.
0: This is two years. I'm saying. I'm so saying, they, I'm may, saying, they may be flipping the class in two was, years. And yeah. then, I'm just saying, like, they may ride their momentum in the recruiting yeah, way and yeah. that kind of stuff. So just kind of projecting because LSU, same thing. Like, they're going to look very different in 2024, but Brian Kelly's a hell of a coach. And Sark has the Longhorns trending, right? The quarterback room is stacked. Uh, You know, you you got – Great offensive line classes you've stacked. So even when guys leaving, being projected first-round picks like JT Sanders and X-Man, you're still going to be bringing back a lot of talented depth for Texas. So, yeah, I would say projecting to 2024, I don't disagree with with Patrick. I would say your toughest games arguably in that season are going to be considered LSU and Texas. Maybe Florida around that time is back up. Again, maybe Auburn with you freeze, but your two two of your toughest games are at home. Arguably, your two toughest games
2: mm, in twenty twenty four.
0: So favorable schedule, and you it's
2: good for the Aggies. Still, better do something with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, it may be favorable, but what you gonna do with it? <laughs> what <laughs> you I gonna do? The good news is
1: we know Jimbo will probably still be there because his buyout is insane. <laughs> I think it uh, goes yes. down each year, though. No, no, it, I don't think it goes down until after next year. Okay. I think it's still $75 million, like through next year.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting because now he's got a new offensive coordinator, and the question will be, is he going to allow the new O.C. to call the plays, or is Jimbo going to be a control freak and insist on calling the plays? Because Bobby Petrino's there now. is called the O.C., correct? Is yes, it Bobby yeah, Petrino? Bobby. And Bobby Petrino's a hell of a play caller. We all agree. But we don't know if he's going to be the one. But we don't know if he's going to call the plays. And right. I think Jimbo Fisher— that offense, that is one of the most antiquated offenses in all of major college football. If you look at all the Power Five uh, programs around the country, I'm not joking. And has one of the most antiquated offenses I've seen. It's it's and that's why I, I, I'm 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 amazed they can recruit to that offense. I'm all amazed right. anybody wants to play in it. And I think Jimbo Fisher, it's 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 kind of a crisis in my opinion that they modernize that offense as soon as possible. Right So let Bobby Petrino call the damn place.
2: Let Bobby do his job Let Bobby cook So then you will have another excuse Jimbo Hey guys y'all didn't want me calling my plays So now I got a coach in here Complain about that He's gonna (laughs) try to find something Uh, Yeah, Jimbo. Uh,
0: Listen, um, the Aggies got a lot of talent there. Even with all the guys leaving via the transfer portal and the exodus, they still got a lot of talent there. So um, we'll see. But the Aggies schedule for 2024, a favorable one. Real quick to review the Longhorn schedule uh, in case uh, you have not yet heard or seen it, Uh, the SEC uh, schedule for 2024 for Texas, their first year there, will be uh, at – This is not in any order, by the way. So no dates, no order. These are just the opponents. Um, Your road games will be at Arkansas. You're at Texas A&M. You're at Vanderbilt. Uh, Remember, you do have the neutral site game versus Oklahoma. um, And then your home games for the SEC schedule for Texas, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, and Mississippi State. Sip. That is sexy. And remember, you also will go on the road and play Michigan. In 2024, as well. Hard to reveal that ULM, along with UTSA and Colorado State. Correct. Also, the other uh, non cons uh, on that schedule. Home games, too. Uh, Yes, home games. That Michigan will be on the road, but UTSA, Colorado State, ULM will be at home for Texas uh, in 2024. So, man, on the road, though, I mean, that's that's that mission game is the only one that really kind of scares you on the road. a and I like that. I think that's sexy. Uh, but, man, Georgia at home. And we don't know what Florida's going to be at that time. But uh, Billy Napier's doing a, you know, he's, he's trying to get that.
2: He's trying to get that going. He's trying to get it I'm going. I'm a big fan of Billy Napier. I like him, too. I, I, I like the way he goes about his business. He builds from within, and he develops his players. I mean, you saw what he was able to do at ULL. So now he has an t- opportunity to go to a big school like uh, Florida, and hopefully he can get an opportunity to build that program. But after Texas put it on
0: him. I love this texture it says, Texas players tweeting pictures of the 2023 schedule. Boys are focused on this that's
2: what they supposed year's to opponent.
0: Good. 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 I'm glad Sark. That's, that's, that's coming from Sark. That's right from the head coach himself saying, yeah. no, 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 guys. Forget all this schedule hype. That's for 2 years from now we need to focus on this season. No, I saw mm-hmm. Sartre uh tweeted out
1: a uh 2023 the all gas and all that. He tweeted that out right before the schedule came out. So Oh, did he really? Yeah, so he's he's on board. I think this is a, <laughs> a message to the team. Man, I, forget you ain't a lot of you ain't even going to play him. That's true, a lot of y'all.
0: Hopefully some of y'all in the NFL can
1: draft Yeah, hopefully <laughs> hopefully Quinn and JT no. and and Xavier and all of them are our first round draft picks next year,
0: and we're having to figure out what we're going to do. But this actually may be the first time this offseason. I got to go back and look at Sark's timeline. I haven't, I will admit, I haven't paid attention to his timeline. Where, oh, no, no, it's on there too. So the all gas, no breaks thing is back. Like it is oh, yeah. officially. It's yeah. a thing, man. It's a thing. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Come on, man. It yeah. ain't going nowhere with that. That's what we do. Well, I, I agree. I was for it too. But remember, it was all gas, no breaks in 2021. And then SART told us to, calm down because it was actually more of a classic car that needs to be rebuilt well, from the inside re- out. Yeah. And oh, oh. Then it turns out it wasn't about the brakes. That the whole damn car had felt fall apart. I am yeah. like, okay, and then now it's back. But I mean, we didn't hear it a ton last year. I think he was kind of waiting to see. And now the hype is back. So it's the slogan and the saying. Yeah. So don't let it be a runaway hype train without brakes. I like I said, that thing could derail and go off the rails all right all right or it could run into something like a a mountainside yeah so what mm -hmm. happens when you have
1: no brakes and what so no, I think he's got unstoppable. A, I,
0: think, I think they got a warehouse of Denzel. all gas though
1: brake shirts and they're like, Yeah, we gotta bring it back
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't sell any of these. Your kid went away a little bit last year. Like it yeah. he wasn't throwing it out there as much and now it's back. I'm like, okay, it's back, but do we want it back? I don't yeah. know. Uh,
2: okay. uh, uh. Just win the damn games. Yeah, please. All gas. That's all we care about.
0: Yeah, all gas. I think the no excuses tour is what I prefer. Just no excuses. Yep. All gas, no excuses. Keep the brakes.
2: Mm-hmm. All right.
0: Keep the brakes. No excuses. That's
2: what we don't want. Gotta bring it.
0: All right, we'll come right back, wrap it up, put it up, and let you know what's on tap right here on Ball Don't Lie. One for the horn. All right, welcome back. Uh, quick segment here. We got to get out of here, but Wednesday Night Flex coming up next. So you don't want to go anywhere. They got JT Blair. Coach of the Westlake baseball team on.
2: That's right, I got Ben Longoria and my nephew, Aiden Bennett. Yeah. Ken folk coming in there. And I, I know people are gonna be like, Aiden Bennett, he's a white guy. Yeah, he's still my Ken Folk. I was there when he was born. How Brother about that? Of from another another color, Mother. From another mother. There it is. It happens. That's right.
0: Uh, also Corey Mose is gonna join the guys as Absolutely. well for the Wednesday night flex. It's gonna be a really good show. So tune in for that. Uh remember the revolution will not be televised. So I'm talking about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves, but more importantly, take care of each other. Peace.